Hello, this is Lisa Rusick with the podcast, We Are All Psychic. Today is November the 14th, I think, 2022. Maybe it's the 13th. Maybe it's the 12th. I always get mixed up. Working from home can do that. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I still think we're all psychic. We haven't had a podcast in about a week or so. We did have one scheduled for Sunday, but I had to cancel it. I had kind of a, an allergic reaction at a pet store that just burned my throat up. For two days, I slept and I'm much better now. So <laughs> this podcast, I just want to talk a little bit about one of the hardest things in, uh, well, for me, one of the hardest things in diving into the metaphysics and seeing if I could do it myself and realizing I could do it myself is, is, is really about trusting myself. So I want to tell you some ways that you can find to trust yourself if you're having uncertainties. Most people I work with in this field who are just beginning a field, it's, 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 it's an interest. It's a love. It's a, it's part of life, energy, the energy work. Um, people who want to explore it farther and deeper, uh, further and deeper. <laughs> um, a lot of times they come to me and they're like, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure if what I'm finding out, if the information I'm being given or I think I'm being given, I even being given information. And that's a lot of questions to trusting yourself with this kind of information, with this kind of stuff, with, especially if you go into mediumship or first time reading cards for somebody that you don't know, stuff like that. When I was in my early 20s, I think I was about 23 or 24. I just talked about this or I gave this assignment to somebody. Um, I'm going to give you an assignment if you want to take this assignment or homework, as Misty might call it. And Misty, I miss you. By the way, this is a video spot po uh, podcast on Spotify, but you don't really need the video. I don't think just in case you feel like it, it's, it's easier for me to edit videos than it is audio sometimes. And I just kind of wanted to do a video. So what you can do is a card trick. And this is when I was about 22, 23, 24. I can't remember exactly how old I was, but I was, I always loved playing cards. My family, I grew up with a card playing family. We played Pinochle, we played Bridge, we played Space, Hearts, uh, Gin Rummy, <laughs> um, poker, blackjack with my mom's side of the family a lot for chips, for nickel, dime, quarter. <laughs> and um, if you know what that is. Um, so what I did in my early 20s is just I had an idea. So I've been reading some books about metaphysics and psychic stuff, and I wanted to test it out. So by then, I'd been reading palms for about seven or eight years, uh, been very deep into my imagination and wondering about all these experiences I've been having. And was this, was that? So I thought, I'm going to test and see if I'm psychic. And I remembered those Zener cards and they have the little squiggly lines, the squares and the star, and you're supposed to guess what's on the other side of the card. And that's like a lot of the ways they would test psychics. Um, and their abilities to remote view or to guess what is on the other side of the card. And um, I didn't do that. I, I, I try. I think I told you about trying to do that when I was, you know, 15. I couldn't do it. But um, that wasn't the first podcast, I think, ever that I talked about that. So what I did was I took regular playing deck. I'll, uh, let's see, I'll grab my uh, Kitty Quest Tarot. And uh, by the way, this is on the website for sale, www.weareallpsychic.com. I didn't have a regular playing deck handy, but I'm just going to use these. So what you do is like take your cards and spread them out. And if you're not watching, just kind of fan them out, like uh, in front of you, usually on a surface. And you look at them 
And you say, uh, if you want to use a tarot deck, you can do this. But with the, I started with a regular deck of cards and I was like, I'm going to find an ace or something. The very first time I did it, I said, I'm going to find the ace of spades. And I sure did find the ace of spades first card. And my little brain just kind of exploded and then imploded and then exploded and imploded. And so let's try this again. Let's pull a king. And I pulled a queen and then I pulled a king. Um, and then I got off. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So um, what I would do like this, I'm going to say I'm going to find in this tarot deck a pentacle. So let's see if I can do this. You kind of you can feel it. Some people like to feel warm or hot. And what I do is I just look at them. Now, I haven't looked at these. Uh, I'll shuffle them to prove it to you. <laughs> so and then I'll try to find a pentacle. Uh, let's see. That's kind of a shuffle. <laughs> And I do this. Okay, so let's see. Pentacle. So I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm letting you look too. Maybe you can find a pentacle. So I feel like there's one over here. I feel like there's, I just feel like it. It looks like it's in one of these cards right here. A pentacle. Now I'm going to guess it's, I'm feeling like it's this one. That's the Ace of Swords. That's not it. So a lot of times, of course, it's not it. Let's try the other cards. That's Priest Reversed. I had four of them that I picked out. Sun reverse. And am I going to get one? No pentacle, but a lot of major arcana. That's interesting. So I didn't get it right. So that'll happen a lot. Now, I'm going to try again. Usually at this point, I get frustrated if I pick four cards and I haven't found it. So I'll just like pick out a whole bunch and find a pentacle. But now I'm kind of feeling like there might be one around in here. So I just feel like it's this one. Pentacle. It works. So you can get specific. Um, that was a fifth. It took five cards. There are 78 cards in the deck. Um, pentacles. There are eight, ace through 10, and then page, queen, king. So that is 14 cards, I think. <laughs> Can't math too well real fast. So uh, out of 78 cards, there are 14 possibilities. And on the fifth try, I got it. Some of you... Uh, mathematicians or statisticians, statisticians who do not listen to these podcasts probably might be interested in that. So now let me try again. I got up, looked up, I left those cards out. I'm going to try being a little more specific and you can do this. I'm going to try pulling a queen. Who doesn't love a queen? Now there's only four queens. Did I pick any of the queens? I don't know. Maybe I won't do a queen. No, I just picked a bunch of major arcana, oddly enough. You can do that too. Start with a major arcana. But I'm going to look for a queen, and I'm thinking, I'm feeling. Let's see if I can do my hand over. I'm trying it this way. Misty does it with her hands. Uh, I feel warm queens around here. I feel queens. I feel like this is a queen. That's a page of pentacles. Hey, it's a face card. Let's try again. Let's try this one. It's nearby. Oh, queen! You got a queen of swords. So um, you try that. That's one trick you can try, and it, it really does in here, I'm still surprised I pulled the queen of all oh, the second time. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's exciting. It's fun to do. Now, when I did this, I told my brother about it. And I said, it's really strange. I'm able to do this. I said, not all the time. Sometimes I psych myself out. If I try to do it in front of somebody, I cannot. Uh, I get psyched out. And he said, well, did you ever think maybe you're hallucinating seeing the right card? I was like, mm, yeah, I thought about that. And I did it some more and I recorded it. And it was uh, it was not my imagination unless the recording was my imagination. <laughs> uh, but that was one of the first things that really shocked the hell out of me that I was able to do. 
that I was capable and it happened and I could feel. Now, I'm going to try to explain. This is where you start trusting yourself. Explaining the feeling, the feeling of what you get, like the feeling. How do I explain it? To me, it's like, it is like for mediumship when I've described the yes or no. But in this case, it's just like, I blank my mind. Just blank. I'm going to try to find another one for you. Three. I like finding a three. And I'm looking. Three. So what I'm doing is I'm kind of looking at the cards and where my eyes kind of feel pulled to the most. You can see where they're going. Pulling over here somewhere, a three. And I'm thinking it's this one. Let's see. Now it's a two. We're getting close. Somewhere over here. Let's see, a three. And what I feel is uncertainty a lot. A lot of uncertainty, but there's on underneath that a, a knowing. Two, two, where is it? A three I was trying to pick. Let's see if this is a three. Seven. It's one of these around in here. Seven. And grace reversed doubts, Lisa. I'm not finding any threes, but I felt like there was one around here. And that'll happen too. It takes practice. Oh, the devils don't look anymore. I'm going to try looking over here. So this is about, this is like going into eight cards for this three. So I'm not doing too good. I feel like this one might be it. Not that one. This one. Whoop. Ah, Prince of Cups. You can't go wrong. Is that a three? Has some other pedicles. Is that a three? No, I'm not getting any threes this time. So it doesn't always work. But when it does, you'll get better. But I haven't done this in a long time. But um, I just decided to start a podcast with it and, and blow it. <laughs> but I did get that queen. And I feel pretty good about that. And um, so one of the things about trusting yourself is if you're wrong, it's okay. It's not a big deal if you're wrong about that. What maybe some of us get more anxious about is when we're really helping people and we don't want to tell them something that's going to hurt them or mess them up or get them confused as a professional. But um, I think most of the people who listen to this podcast probably aren't professional readers and they're, you guys are probably interested in learning yourself, understanding yourself. Once you trust yourself, a lot of these metaphysical mysteries aren't mysterious anymore because you've always known the truth deep down. And that's something to let sink in. Okay, so now I've got another intuition game for you. And you can, while we do this one, this is for you. I'll know the answer. But I'm going to, in this little carnival glass bowl, I'm going to put either this little agate cat or this amethyst cat, or this onyx, or yeah, I think it's on. Oh no, the sandstone, sandstone cat, or rose quartz cat, into this bowl. So I'll show them all to you all at once. Meow, 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 <laughs> okay, so now I'm going to put one in the bowl. I'm going to close my eyes and pick one. Okay, so I'm putting it in. Now, there is a cat. Crystal cat, not a real cat. Or are they all real somehow, spirit cats? There is a crystal cat in this bowl. Now, using your intuition, and when I showed them to you, look into my eyes. Look at the bowl. What do you think's in there? What cat do you think is in there? I'll give you a couple seconds to kind of guess. 
Usually your first impression is right, but that second guessing comes into play. Um, and sometimes the second guessing is because your first guess was just, I like that one. Uh, we do this in a crystal working group. I am in on Facebook. I've told you about them before. Uh, they put something like, they do something like this with crystals and they put it in a bowl and they give us a day to guess. Okay. You ready? All right, here we go. So if you guessed the amethyst cat, you guessed correctly. So there were four choices and you got one out of four. And if you guessed any of the others, first wrong, you know, if this was your second guess, if this was your last guess, maybe that's showing some insecurities, some self-doubt about what you know, you know. So um, as I grew older and I started to really accept that these things were happening and that I was feeling and knowing things that other people would say was fake or wasn't real or was impossible. They happen to me, but no, most of the time not around other people. So what do you do about that? How do you prove it? That's where it gets scary because no, it's not one, it's not scary, but intimidating. And that's where the self-doubt can come in. Like how, how can I show this person what I'm already kind of freaked out about that's really happening or is it? Sometimes I don't even, I wouldn't even believe it was really happening. Like what my brother said, oh, you might've just hallucinated that. You got mental illness issues. And I was like, well, I'll consider it. But over the years, I got more and more accurate with different things by practicing with people and with myself. Sometimes I will do readings. Uh, I still do this. I'll do it now. I'll do it with my phone. I used to do it in journals, but I'll do tarot readings or palmistry readings. And I will write down predictions and I'll look later and see which ones were correct or where I went wrong. Now I take my phone and I'll video it. And then I'll look back at it about a month later and see what was what. Like where I was wrong, where I was making assumptions based on what I wanted or was afraid of. Because that's a lot of what we can do with our intuition. We can block it by with our fears or with our assumptions. And if we can take our assumptions and fears and just kind of like put them to the side, we, we, we need them to live. We need fears and assumptions <laughs> because, you know, otherwise we, we, without fears, we might get in trouble. Without assumptions, um, well, assumptions can go wrong. Like what? What is it? Uh, what is it? They say assume, and uh, there's an ass in you and me, or something. Like that. <laughs> um, but assumptions can help you because um, a lot of times you're assuming correctly, <laughs> and it, it, uh, but sometimes you can assume based on fear. So I'm not saying fear is like terror or ah, blah, 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 blah. self in. It's more like insecurities. It's, it's, it's like. Feeling like you don't trust your own mind, your own perception. Uh, for me, at the root of any kind of self-doubt when it comes to metaphysics or the juju, um, comes when things in my life aren't going very well and I'm self-doubt about everything in my life uh, as far as where I am in my life now with being able to read cards, being able to do mediumship and everything. When I was younger, I was blocked a lot by insecurity. And I used to drink a lot to get rid of that. I used to drink red wine. And then a lot of the information flowed freely, but it wasn't always accurate either because, I mean, sometimes, you know, substances like shamans will use uh, all kinds of substances. A lot of uh, intuitive people will, you know, use uh, some kind of mind-altering substance to expand and release and be able to take away those self-doubts. So that's a lot of how I worked when I was younger by 
getting rid of the self-consciousness, getting rid of the self-doubt. And it wasn't always a good thing because when I was in that state, sometimes I couldn't connect with my heart to these clients, which is what they really need, I thought, I think now. And I could, you know, jump in there with them and, and explore the options and the, the feelings. And But my predictions, I pretty much just stuck in the moment instead of predictions in those kinds of readings when I was uh, using a substance like alcohol, red wine, to expand the consciousness. <laughs> um, still works. It's a lot of fun. You know, sometimes I do events. Uh, I'm doing one in December and usually I'll have some drinks at an event and that helps a lot because there's a lot of people I don't know and they like it when I'm having a drink if they are too because it makes them feel more like we're equals. But this is weird for someone, not not equals, that's not the right word, but that I'm not some kind of, because uh, I'm, I'm just like them. It's just that I have practiced. <laughs> and that's what we do this podcast for is to help you learn ways to practice. I think at the root of a lot of self-doubt when it comes to the mysteries and solving them or delving into them and feeling comfortable, I think a big part of it, getting rid of that self-doubt, has to do with knowing yourself and accepting yourself. That takes a while. <laughs> it's like the purpose of exploring these things is to love yourself and to know yourself best. And once you feel that way, of course, I'm always changing. I'm always changing. I always have to re-know, <laughs> re-get to know it all. And um, now not it all, but a lot of things change as I grow older, especially from the influence of children in my life that I raise or parents or friends, new friends, old friends, this podcast, people I've met through this podcast, people I meet through work. I get new perspectives and I love them. Um, but at the root of the self-doubt is, is thinking they all know better than me. And the thing is, is, nobody knows better than anyone unless they have like, uh, you know, studied math or studied uh, history and then they'll know more history than you. But if you studied that history or math, maybe you would know the exact same thing as they would. It's no different with cards. It's no different with metaphysics. It's no different with mediumship, in my opinion. Most of the people on the podcast they, I mean, they've all said we're all psychic. A few people have been on the fence. Um, but mostly what they do say is they just don't do it or they won't. They, they can't do it. They won't do it. They choose not to do it or work with it. They have no interest. Most people say the people who are not working with their psychic energy, that's why. And they do say that they have, everybody has this innate ability and all of the interviews we've had. Let's say, you know, you've heard this example on the podcast plenty of times, driving down the road, have a feeling you should slow down and you don't know why you slow down and a car goes, what a hit you, but you slow down because your intuition told you those kinds of things are so innate that we do question them at the moment. We keep them in the back of our minds like, wow, that was really cool. But it's not, it's happened so often kind of in a seemingly strange way that we, a lot of us just don't think about it anymore than that. Well, that was strange. I kind of had that feeling. Huh? Huh? And then we let it go because it's so unbelievable that we would know. We've been told this. We've been told that this is what we cannot know. By who? All kinds of people, but not by me <laughs> or Missy. Um, most of the people on, and everybody on this podcast who's been on here, you can do it if you want to. Um, coming around to understanding yourself and who you are and accepting it, it's, 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 you are a beautiful person, no matter what you've done. You're a beautiful soul, a loving heart. You have so much to offer yourself in the world. At first, offer it to yourself before you offer it to anyone else. 
That's why I'm teaching new tricks like the cards and the cats in the bowl and stuff like that. And um, another thing you can do is, hey, Gandalf. Oh, he loves a podcast. Oh, he loves a podcast. You want to come say hi? Say hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, he's a big boy. So Gandalf wants to give you some homework. He says, you know, first of all, if you find a cat randomly, not your cat, not someone else's cat, he says, if you find a cat randomly, use your intuition if you don't know how to draw a cat to you. He says, you know, um, yeah, he says, we could do it a little better than that, mama. He's been very soft lately because I've been sleeping and whenever I sleep, he, he grooms very deeply and he gets so soft. So his homework, I think, is what he's saying is if you meet a strange animal in the next week that you've never met, this is kind of a mind greeting technique. See what you know what that animal wants to tell you and talk to the animal, the cat, like Gandalf. Gandalf, what you want? He says, I want love, mama. He says, I want love. He says, I want to be on the podcast, too. I like the podcast. <laughs> um, his homework to you is to approach an animal that you don't know somewhere. Maybe go to the pound and find one or maybe go to a zoo. Find a goat. And in your mind, ask it a question and see how it reacts. Take it in a very, very, maybe video it and watch it over and over again. Because animals, when they, when they reply to you, it's very fast very fast and, and every little thing they do is is a gesture of their communications so i, I advise you video this interaction hi i'm like hi gandalf how are you today what can i do for you what is your feelings today how do you feel about me something like that ask it out loud <laughs> and tell the animal that you are their friend and you just want to get to know them better and see if you can communicate with them and ask them what they most want how can you help them how can you make them happy that's Gandalf's uh, homework for your intuition. And, 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 and then, you know, this, this pet or animal has an owner that you can talk to. Woo! Ask him, you know, does this dog usually do this? Does this turtle usually do <laughs> Whatever animal you decide to go for, right, Gan? Animals are, they're the most, they, they are open to their intuition. Maybe because we don't listen to them. They have their own conversations. They have their way of talking. Maybe I'll get into that some other time. That's one of those things where I've had to trust myself with information like Gandalf has given me and Einstein, my other cat, has given me. Morgana gives me. Spirit cat. How do you wrap your head around that? I did, but it was it took a little bit of what? <laughs> but certain things happened that really made it so because I, I could communicate with Morgana and take it to somebody else and say, Morgana says this. Does this make sense? Now, that's something you can do with mediumship as well. If you do to dive into mediumship and you want to explore that some more, you want to speak with spirits or get messages from lost loved ones or just communicate with man, Elliot Smith or, you know, uh, Freddie Mercury or mm, Abraham Lincoln. I mean, it could be anybody. And you can, you, you can communicate with them. Elvis. I know somebody who's communicated with Elvis. And um, I communicated with, I think, Elliot Smith's spirit. So we can all communicate with any of them if they want to communicate with us. And from my experiences, they, they do want to if we want, you know, they have something to offer us and we ask for a help or guidance or any kind of insight that they might want to share with us, they will. Um, so how do you trust that information when you feel it coming, dropping into your head, the information comes, the knowledge comes, the words come maybe. 
how do you trust it? You can test it out. Well, I don't know if like something Elliot Smith told me would work, but most of the time when it's, it's something like that, they're just coming around. If I, if I want to find Elliot Smith, and, Hey Elliot, <laughs> um, you know, wow. Um, I just keep it to myself for a while. And when I'm comfortable, I'll tell somebody I really care about if they, if, if they really want to hear about it. And I would usually tell a metaphysical person, <laughs> people who do it too. And they, they understand they've had the same experiences. Most of the time, these kinds of guides, ones I haven't known in life, just have general advice in some way. Um, if they have any at all, they don't ask for anything. They just want to help usually. And then, you know, you, you can, there's like for me, the trivia question feeling like getting one right before the answer is delivered in my, you know, I get that feeling in my chest that I've talked a lot about on the podcast. Um, but for you, there's probably some tells that you'll develop on your own as you practice. Practice is really important. That's a one, the biggest way you're going to get validation, concrete validation that you don't have to rely on. You're just believing in yourself. It's one of the hardest things you can do. Oh, Gandalf, he's just making out with my computer screen. You can... <laughs> anyway, um, so we we did, like I said, we had a podcast. It's rescheduled for next week. Or is it this this week? We have it rescheduled, I think, for Thursday. And we have one tomorrow. So we go this Gand. And I hope that you enjoyed this this podcast about trying to trust yourself a little more when you delve into the tales of metaphysics. And listeners, I love you as always. And thank you so much for listening. I wish Missy is always like in my, in, in my aura. She kind of is. She's in here. She's in here. Her Misty's here. You know, she is. That's why Gandalf came in. He felt bad that Misty wasn't here and he wanted to give you some more entertainment. And, um, and lastly, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. I'm an advisor on Everclear under the name Lisa P, L-E-E-S-A-P. And a uh, little news on the classes. I'm going to be working on the website today. It looks like the main interests we have from the voting are magic classes, palmistry, and I think tarot. But but palmistry was the number one, and then magic classes. And I believe there was just kind of a scattering of other. And I didn't, I couldn't figure out how to put a blank in there. So if any of you answered other on the survey for classes you'd like taught, feel free to email me and tell me what you want. That's what we want to do. We want to teach you what you want to learn <laughs> and your way. So thank you. So uh, yes. And thank you again for listening and watching. I love you guys. I hate saying goodbye. It's so hard. And okay. This cat says goodbye. This is my Morgana. She says goodbye. And uh, none of these other ones are monikers yet, or, you know, they don't stand for any cats yet. This one's in my kitty quest tarot deck. I, I, I use this one for quite a few little pictures, but um, yes, it, it is in the shop. And right now it's 40 in the shop. And no shipping in the U.S. So take advantage before I change it. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys. I love you. Peace out.